Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for more 92.9 The Game Tonight. Let's keep it going now. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hour number two of the program here. Chris Thomas hanging out with you until 10 o'clock tonight on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. My big thanks to Joe Patrick for stopping by despite his peculiar taste in music from a very specific era in place and time. We will continue to dive into his psyche and try to understand why he is the way he is as he joins us here on a weekly basis on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, what are we talking about tonight? Well, in 15 minutes, Caleb Johnson's going to join us, and we are going to have a very honest and probably somewhat painful conversation about the Atlanta Hawks because Nick Friedel came on today on Dukes and Bell, and he laid the hammer down. He did not hold back. He basically said that Trey Young is not a player you can win with, can't win with him, as Mike Singletary so famously once said, um, and that the best option for the Hawks right now is to reset. So I'll let you hear that, and then we'll bring in Caleb, and we will react to those proceedings. But what are we talking about with you right now? It's all about the Falcons because QB1 remains the biggest conversation in this entire city right now. And what does it come down to? Well, a couple of things. Report out of Chicago saying that the Bears want a, quote, historic haul for the number one pick. So for me, that takes our Atlanta Falcons out of the running because too many other needs on this team. Could they do it? Yeah. Will they? I don't think so. I think Terry and his staff are looking at things with a wide lens, meaning that they're thinking about not just this year, but next year and the year after that. Um, So I think that takes them out of the running for that pick. That brings us to the man, the myth, the legend that we've all been talking about, Justin Fields. Justin Fields is a quarterback that has a lot of upside. Justin Fields has shown flashes. Justin Fields has put the smackdown on the Atlanta Falcons, as we saw to end the season this year. But what is he worth? If you have to get into a trading bid war with teams like the Steelers, who came out today and are reportedly interested in getting Justin Fields, and the starting price is a two and a five. So if that's where you're starting from, what is the limit? What are you willing to pay? Is it two second-round picks? Again, there were a couple of callers, and we're going to take more of your calls now at 404-726-0929, 404-726-0929, um, that said, yeah, trade two second-round picks. No big deal. It's like, mm, that's not, not a big deal, guys. That's two players that, in theory, would really help your team down the road. Now, I get it. Draft picks are air until they turn into players that could potentially help your team, but... At the same time, that's not nothing to sneeze at. Then on top of that, 
You got to pick up the fifth year option. You got to pay him the contract the next year. We can argue about whatever the numbers are. I'm telling you, from what I've looked up, that number is going to probably start with a two. And if you don't want to believe it for whatever reason, do your own research, do your own homework, go look at the last six or seven quarterbacks to get multi year extensions and see what those numbers are. Go look at Jalen Hurts, go look at Justin Herbert. Go look at even Daniel Jones, Kyler Murray. Just take a look. Patrick Mahomes, it's not going to be in that stratosphere, but it's going to be a contract, and you're going to have to pay him. And does he have the experience? Has he shown you enough in the NFL? Mm, I tend to think not, and I know Joe Patrick agreed with me as well. So let's see what we got. 404-726-0929. Let's start with Dan. You're in the game. Dan. Let's start with Nazir, then, Oren says. Nazir. Hey, I agree with you totally. You got to look at what you're going to give up. And you might be giving up a lot. I'm a Jets fan, but I live here now. So, you know, I have to cheer, you know, both teams. But at the same time, you don't know what you got. You really don't know what you got with Ritter after after you had uh, Arthur Smith. Because what quarterback have we seen work in his program? It's a running team. The idea of Justin sounds good, but what do you really know? No, exactly, Nazir. Thank you for the phone call, and uh, I commiserate with you as a fellow New Jerseyan moved to Atlanta who grew up rooting for the Jets and now covers the Falcons and has developed a passion for that team as well. It's a tough lot in life, man, when you root for the Jets and you root on the Falcons, too. It's not an easy pick. But listen, I agree with you. Justin Fields is a gigantic question mark. He's a question mark with upside, but he right now is a question mark. I get it. The most common refrain is, but Chris, but Turtle, so is getting a rookie. Yes, I understand. But the assets that you have to give up don't also come with having to pick up a $22 million fifth-year option and then potentially an extension. What it does do is give you four years of control of the rookie quarterback before you need to make the decision. I don't think they're going to be able to do it because the asking price is too high, but we shall see. Josh, you're in the game. Josh. Hey, Chris, long-time listener, first-time caller. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. Um, interesting opinions I've heard tonight. Uh, my take is is similar. Having Fields would be nice. I think he's a, a clear upgrade over Ritter, but uh, we shouldn't overpay, right? The reality is the Falcons need too many things to go right for Fields to work. First is the reasonable trade package. I think you can you can get him for, like, a second this year and, and maybe a fourth next year, right? We're projected to have an extra second um, from Jacksonville. They're talking about re-signing Ridley, uh, that kind of thing. But then there's the contract issue, right? So I, I honestly think um, you guys did a segment on Tom Brady's interview about letting guys sit a little bit longer, and I thought that was an interesting take. So I think we can go get a, a bridge QB, someone like a Minshew, a Russ, um, and trade back into Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We cannot, under any circumstances – have a Gardner Minshew, Ryan Tannehill, Mitch Trubisky be the quarterback for this team next year. We can, After the last two seasons, the Falcons just had, you're willing to do that again? Hey, man, Minshew did pretty well in, in Indy. I mean, obviously he's not my, my first choice, but, you know, we also just got out of cap hell. So, you know, even, even someone like Kirk Cousins is saying they want 40-plus million a year and you know, we don't have the coin for that right now. Well, no, but I he'd think, be off uh, the books in two years. That that's the difference between if and I thank you for the phone call. If you bring up if you bring in fields, you're signing him to a four or five year extension. You are locked in, baby. If you bring in Kirk Cousins, 
and for whatever reason it doesn't work, he's not healthy or whatever. I for one think it would work beautifully. Um, you're he's done in two years. Like there's no long term ramifications for that. It's two years fully guaranteed. Bing bang boom, you're done. If it doesn't work, Russell Wilson would be kind of the same thing because you'd have to work out how much money that the other teams are going to pick up, and then he'd probably get a two- or three-year deal based off of whatever's left. But, yeah, that's how you got to look at it, man. It's a tough decision. 404-726-0929. Let's go to Greg. Greg, you're in the game. Hey, what's up, man? Love the show. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to kind of go against the conventional thought here. I think you, you do it. You, you know, I think Justin Fields is a – is a is a good talent, probably the best quarterback they would have had in here since Matt Ryan. And I definitely think he's going to sell tickets, right? He's going to be a lot of excitement around him. He's a local guy. You know, um, I think he would definitely, you know, be an upgrade over what they have. And what do you have? I mean, everything is basically a gamble, right? The, the, the draft is definitely like a big crapshoot. You don't know. Like, they're not going to get Caleb Williams or Drake May probably won't even be able to get Jaden Daniels unless they unless they trade up. So what are you working with after that? No, right, right. No, I hear you, and I'll let you finish. Better. Just hang on. Just hang on. But the question then is, right, okay, let's say I agree with you and we go down that route. What are you willing to give up for Justin Fields? How much is too much? What if the asking price becomes two twos? Is that is that okay with you? Absolutely. I mean, a second-round second, second pick's playing mine all the time. If you can get a, a potential franchise quarterback for a second-round pick, that is a steal. And also think about it. Lamar Jackson was sitting out here in free agency last year, and the Falcons act like they were too good for him. Let's not make that same mistake. Go out and get Justin Fields, who has the potential. I'm not saying he's going to be a Lamar Jackson MVP caliber, but he can play a similar style of football. We know he can throw the ball. He hasn't had a lot of support in, in Chicago or weapons. He would have that here. I think it would be a great move. Like, what do you have to lose? Like, a rookie quarterback who could potentially flame out? Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's to me, it's, it's the same thing. I think people would definitely get excited about it. It's something that the city needs. Like, why not bring Justin Fields back home and let him play? No, I hear you, Greg. Thank you for the phone call. Lamar was never in play. Just We just got to get our facts straight on that one. Um, Lamar Jackson was never an option for the Falcons. The guy who was potentially was Deshaun Watson, but that I don't need to relitigate that mess for everybody out there. And we are so glad we didn't get Deshaun Watson, so that's a moot point anyway. But, yeah, just for everybody wondering about Lamar, that was never going to happen. He was always going back to the Ravens. He was never in play for the Falcons. But to the rest of your points, man, listen, again, I got to reiterate, two twos is a lot to give up. That's not. Nothing, man, and it's not just two twos. Everybody just talking about the draft picks like that's all you got to do. It's two twos, a $22 million fifth-year option, and then a long-term contract extension if all goes according to plan. That is almost equivalent to the haul that the Bears would want if you do it by math and picks and value, what they would want to move up to go get Caleb Williams. If that's the case, I'd rather just go get Caleb Williams because I have him for four years before I have to pay him. You know how much? So Justin Fields is going to command between for that first for that first year, whatever the cap it is, six. Then it's going to go up to twenty two or whatever, and then after that, it's going to go up to like forty five, fifty mil. You want to commit that much to your quarterback right away? I I I don't, man. I just don't. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. One more before we catch a break. Let's finish it out here on the phones with Tay. Tay, you're in the game. 
Hey, man, um, definitely uh, enjoy the show. And I definitely do not agree with any of the options right here, man. The only thing that I feel like if we're going to take a risk, we as the Falcons, I think if we're going to make a trade and actually – I think we should hold on to our guns, keep our skill position players, and look at somebody like a Hendon Hooker or a Jordan Travis and if we really want to have a chance and actually see what we actually got with our skill position groups. Because I think we can get the same level of production out of a Hendon Hooker or a Jordan Travis that we can possibly get out of a Gardner Minshew or, or, or a Justin Fields or a, a, or a, um, a Kirk Cousins. What you think? All right, appreciate the phone call, Tay. You got to run um... – Again, when we talk about Hendon Hooker, when we talk <laughs> Is this on the playlist, Lauren? Oh. <laughs> oh, one of the best SNL skits of all time, if you don't know what I'm talking about, YouTube. Um, you're not rolling with a Gardner Minshew, Hendon Hooker, uh, Ryan Tannehill, Mitch Trubisky. No, 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 no. I don't want any part of that. I want our guy, whoever that is. All right, more of your calls coming up later, 404-726-0929. When we get back, uh, yeah, we're going to have an uncomfortable conversation about the Hawks. You don't want to miss that. Caleb Johnson's next, Sports Radio 99 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, real quick, before we bring on our next guest, and I want to make sure he hears this, Dukes and Bell had on Nick Friedle, new, new uh, Odyssey NBA insider. You may recognize him from uh, ESPN. Formerly, he was one of their main reporters and got canned during their massive layoffs. So now our benefit, their loss, because he's now on our team, and we're happy to have him. And he caused quite a stir here in the A when he said this about Trey Young. But as I watch the Hawks... Uh... It wouldn't surprise me at all if they ended up moving Trey Young uh, at, at some point here in the near future this summer or, or into next year because you're just not going to win when he is your number one guy. 
All right, Caleb Johnson, let's bring him in on the WadeFord.com hotline. Caleb, you heard the man. What are your thoughts? I will start off by saying I respect Nick Friedel a lot. Uh, when I was a young journalist, just starting out it was in college, uh, I went to cover a Hawks game where Nick Friedel was actually covering the Chicago Bulls at the time, and he was one of the people who found out I was you know, young, interested in, in getting into the game, and just like spent some time talking about smart things to do, going about how to build up, you know, and just how to get into the industry. Respect him an absolute ton. Love the fact that he's landed uh, with us here at Odyssey just because uh, I thought he was done wrong at ESPN because I think the guy's a, a really good uh, at what he does. That is to say, uh, I, I think he's wrong <laughs> about uh, the the ultimate premise of, you know, the Hawks can't win when Trey Young is the number one. I think there is a difficult part of trying to find the right pieces uh, of what's going to fit with Trey Young because this is, a, you know, this is a guy who is a, a true point guard. He is not where a lot of the NBA is going to in this, you know, point forward Big, tall guys. I think that's obviously why there was some thought into a guy like Pascal Siakam at one point of why you would want to trade for him because, you know, it just feels like right now what the Hawks have pieces-wise doesn't necessarily fit Trey completely or isn't a complete enough team uh, to to win. Now, the separate part of what he had to say and obviously what's gotten started with some – Rather, I, not incorrect, because Mark Stein, I, I really trust his reporting, but I think some wires have gotten crossed of what's gone on with this whole Trey Young is now, you know, open to be moved in the offseason sort of thing. Uh, but, sure, there's a part of this where Trey can absolutely be traded and has been a viable option to be traded in the past. It's just, why would you do it? Why would you trade your star when what you're going to get in return is not going to be of uh, enough value. I think it's the other pieces around Trey that they need to be focused on. But there's also this element, Chris, and I feel like I'm, I'm talking a long time, throwing a lot out there. But, and this is something I've talked to my colleagues about, and we are kind of of this agreement on this consensus, that what would you potentially do if you're the Hawks front office and you want to move DeJounte Murray, but you don't want to get taken advantage of. Might you tell other teams, well, you know, we're really interested in in moving on from Trey Young, and we really want to look to DeJounte Murray at being the centerpiece of what we build our team around in the future to drive up the value. So it feels like that's more likely what has gone on when these rival execs have all of a sudden come out after the trade deadline uh, to stir up the headlines and say, oh, you know, yeah, this is a guy who's going to be very much shopped in, in the offseason. Uh, I mean, it's just one of those Trey potentially could want to be shopped because there's a trade deadline that came and went, and his team did not improve in the current or looking towards the future and so, you know, who knows what could happen between now and the end of the season and his fate 
and this team being able to improve. But, uh, yeah, there's been a lot going down, and I just I reject the notion that you can't build a team around Trey Young and win. Talking with our buddy Caleb Johnson here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, Caleb, with all that being said, is there any indication? I know the Hawks run a really tight ship in terms of uh, scuttlebutt and things getting out. Uh, no one had any idea what the team was going to do with the trade deadline, so that was a good job by them, at least in terms of keeping the doors locked shut. Is there any indication from anybody you've spoken to on where Trey's mindset is right now? I think every bit of information that I've gathered personally is that Trey is interested in staying with this organization uh, and that he and Quinn together kind of have a very like-minded focus of, you know, what they want to be. It's why you've seen Trey go from a guy who was maybe a little more, you know, last year and in years past, a little more point the finger of, well, I'm doing my job and, you know, it's it's not up to me and da 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 and that sort of thing. Now when you hear from Trey, he speaks in much more of a leader type of role, which I think is something that a lot of people have obviously wanted uh, from Trey. And it's just one of those, hey, is it just kind of coming at the fact that the guy is is getting older He's also now, you know, really into being a family man, and that just changes your perspective. All of these different things that kind of happen along with with growing up, uh, but with that growing up, it has just been definitely this idea of. I think Trey understands that if he gets dealt anywhere, um, he's either getting dealt to a team that is is worse off than the than the Hawks or that is, you know, he's not going to be the the center focus and that he would just kind of be a piece. And and not to say that the guy's just like super arrogant and, and it's got to be, you know, win through me sort of thing. But there, you, you've seen this from other players in the NBA where it's kind of the, this pride that they take in where I went and where I kind of ingratiated myself into the city, into the culture and everything like that. I want to win there. Uh, and I definitely think you have that from Trey. And unless there is just something that, that happens where, uh, you know, Trey doesn't feel like this front office is capable of building a team around him, and I can't necessarily blame him if at some point he feels that way in the not-too-distant future, then I could for sure see a, a point where uh, he is, is moved on um, but it's really more of a, I think he is going to personally make every effort to make this thing work. And I'm, I think you've seen that with just the fact of, you know, there were some pretty strong rumors out there that he and DeJounte Murray's relationship had kind of soured. And that was part of why it might, you know, not be working and why they might have wanted to dealt uh, DeJounte Murray. And yet you've seen those two guys work really well as of late. Uh, just the fact of they keep getting hit with injuries that that are has really made things difficult for them, uh, especially you know being down two centers at this point when they go face uh, Charlotte tomorrow. All right, so that was all of the big picture stuff. Now focusing back sure. on this season, and you just brought up the injuries. Not good injury news today. Well, one piece of decent injury news and one not so piece 
or not so decent piece of injury news with, uh, like you mentioned, the two centers. What's the latest there? And then what happened last night? Again, they just got uh, boat raced by another team. Yeah, it, I'll start with what happened last night first, and just that I think it's uh, it's a it's a tough situation where uh, I, I think guys are playing out of their roles, obviously, which you know to. I think to the average NBA fan, it goes, well, what's it matter if uh, you're starting or you're coming off the bench? And I think when a guy, you know, you think guy like Bogey, uh, who's had to play a different role as of late and just those different situations, you, you warm up differently. You, you think differently uh, on your, in your time on the court. Um, That is to, you know, I I get that sounds very excuse making for this Hawks team. Uh, The big part for them though, they just weren't, making shots uh, in a timely manner. Um, I think, you know, the the three obviously was really struggling for everyone except Bogey and uh, DeAndre last night. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, I think they had figured out something that was really working for them against the Bulls in that first half. And then as Bogey laid out last night, you know, you get into that fourth quarter uh, and Chicago truly got hot and then you watch some some really uh strange defensive performances from guys like Sadiq Bay, DeJounte Murray, who are having a, a tough time dealing with DeRozan, dealing with uh DeSumo and you know, and Chicago for as many issues as they have, you know, they they've managed to figure out a way to get it done. They're like I think they're twenty one and I was trying to remember 21 and 14, something like that uh, through their last stretch of games, just a really kind of bizarre stretch for a, for a team who is missing their big star and Zach Levine, and obviously uh, not going to have him the rest of the way. As far as the injury front, um, pretty much the news that we expected to hear about Clint Capella when it comes to that adductor strain that he's dealing with. Um, it was Quinn who kind of let us know, not going to play going to get rest through the all-star break. And then when the all-star break, you know, when they come back from that, it was the expectation that Clint was going to be available. Uh, The weird one though, was it was, uh, you know, obviously Onyeko Kongwu who leaves late in the fourth quarter uh, of that game. And it was actually uh, the intern at the AJC who was writing a a separate story from uh, Lauren Williams, who of course, is the beat reporter, uh, Lawrence is his name. And he just happened to notice on the sidelines that Onyeka was like doing something weird with his foot and kind of moving his foot around. So he asked Quinn about it and Quinn was pretty melancholy as he was kind of this, the, the entire short press conference last night um, of, yeah, didn't look good. And, you know, kind of the conversation once uh, Quinn left that room was that, yeah, they're going to do x-rays, and this could be something that could potentially put Onyeka out for quite some time. Then the news we get back today, they did that x-ray, and it's just a big toe sprain. It's not a, a, a break or a fracture. Uh, you know, So it's one of those still not ideal because now you're, you're going to play a Charlotte team where Bruno Fernando is coming off of uh, whatever this illness that went through the locker room. And so Bruno was definitely not 100% last night against Chicago. 
and it showed so that in his minutes, I mean, they pretty much took advantage of him. Uh, so you're going to be dealing with Bruno getting the start most likely, uh, and then Jalen Johnson's going to be playing backup minutes at the five. Uh, and then, you know, you're, you're dealing with a Charlotte team who – they have something to play for now. They were a team who was very active at the deadline, traded P.J. Washington for, uh, for what, Grant Williams, uh, Seth Curry, and a first-round pick. They then traded away Gordon Hayward uh, to OKC for, for Trey Mann and uh, Davis Burton. So they've got size. <laughs> uh, that's not going to be an issue for them, especially, uh, you know, uh, with their bigs. And the Hawks, don't have that size. I think that was potentially, you know, a, a bit of an issue last night. Even though the Hawks did out-rebound the Bulls last night, uh, you just saw so many times where they didn't have that ability to, to fill the paint like they would have wanted to, and they got, you know, a lot of, a lot of cutting action that came from the Bulls. Uh, so a weird kind of time, uh, I would say, for this Hawks team as they, you know, are, are down two big men need this all-star break desperately so uh, to get healthy. And then hopefully in the seven to 10 days uh, before Onyeko Kongu is reevaluated, hopefully we learn some good news from him. And that toe sprain, you know, is just more of a, um, you know, a, a couple of weeks thing instead of something that could span into a month. And, you know, this would be, you know, another guy that they'd be missing for a big stretch, but uh, felt like, even though it was the seven to 10 day reevaluation that the Hawks, you know, they don't play again until I believe the 23rd um, after tomorrow. So they get a good stretch of time away, which is going to be perfect for getting Clint and Anyeka back. All right, Caleb, as you said, the all-star break much needed for this team. They need to rest up and get everybody back. And uh, you mentioned the Hornets making moves. That must be nice, huh? Wouldn't really know anything about that. All right, that is our buddy Caleb Johnson there, Sports Radio 929 The Game. Thanks, Caleb. We'll talk soon. All right, sounds good, man. All right, Caleb Johnson there with uh, some very passionate thoughts about the state of this team. Love it. This team needs to pick it up ASAP. All right, when we get back, you know what time it is. Producer Six Pack, if you're unfamiliar with that game, that is Oren. The producer extraordinaire giving me four sports questions of any kind and then two wild card questions. Anything goes. Topics can include my dating life or lack thereof. What was the last movie I saw? Who was my first celebrity crush? Did I take a shower today? Yes, I did. Every, calm down, everybody. I showered today. Not that it matters to you anyway. All right, coming back in five. Sports Radio, 99 on the game, Odyssey F. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Before we get into a producer six-pack with Oren, and by the way, Chris Thomas with you till 10 o'clock this evening. Top of the hour, take more of your phone calls on Justin Fields. Why? Because the Bears... Uh, reportedly looking for a, quote, historic haul to take that number one pick from them. So I don't think the Falcons are going to go there. I don't think they touch that money. I think it's a little too rich. So then you pivot to Justin Fields, and now the report is the Steelers are involved. That's right. And apparently it's a second and a fifth. That's kind of where things stand right now in terms of the projected cost to get him. And then if you get into a bidding war with Pittsburgh and any other team, that price is going up. So how much are you willing to pay for Justin Fields? That's our question tonight at 404-726-0929. Back to the phones at the top of the hour. But, Oren, question for you, sir. Tomorrow is a big day for some. Not for me, personally. But Valentine's Day is, uh, for some people, they take it very seriously. It's a big Mm to-do. And other people are just kind of like, meh, I love you. We'll grab a bite. And that's all we need to do. Where do you fall on that line with your significant other? Um, I understand the importance of it to her, and for that reason, I take it seriously. It's not a day that traditionally I have been like, but it's something that you have to recognize and understand that if your significant other, if it's a big part of them, then it needs to be a big part of you, and it can't be something that you do halfway. You have to be all the way in with it if they are all the way in with it as well. Okay, so I'm about to put up a poll on my Twitter, at Radio. Valentine's Day, big deal, just another day. Let me know, 404-726-0929. That is the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line, as well as my Twitter, tweet me at C Thomas Radio. Have things changed, by the way, since the little man has come along? Uh, last year, we were able to have a night to ourselves, went and saw a concert, and uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, this was a little bit different because it's during the middle of the week, and... Our schedules are a little they're they're different than what they were last year, so we're still gonna try to do something together. But we also have the weekend as well, because I have the weekend off. So if there might be something Valentine's Day ish a couple of days later, okay, Valentine's yeah. Day ish adjacent Valentine's adjacent. Day adjacent. But like. you have to kind of it's one of those weird things where you got to maneuver properly. Yeah, we both have to buy gifts. No, excuse me, let me read that. Gifts are purchased. But they have to be purchased with not just 
me or her in mind. They have to be purchased like, oh, this is from Franklin and I. <laughs> oh, this okay. is from Franklin and I as well. So Franklin gets to be a part of both gifts. I, I He didn't help me pick out mine. I told him what I was getting her, and he just sort of nodded in approval. So that was great. I don't know if he helped her pick out hers, but he will be prominently figured in the holiday that he does not still quite understand the the logistics of. Can he draw a little heart? If the crayon doesn't go in his mouth first, he can <laughs> scribble. But crayons, he's at that stage right now where it's everything gets held and just walked around with. So the crayon might not be written with, but it, it definitely will be held in his hand until he's just ready to be done with it. So. And uh, don't make don't pick out a color that looks like it could be edible. I guess no, absolutely not. All right. With that said, let's get to a six pack, shall we? Six questions, six chances to produce greatness. It's time for the producer six pack on Sports Radio ninety two nine, the game. All right. So we're going to start with a record betting day yesterday in Vegas. Excuse me, Sunday in Vegas for the Super Bowl. $185.6 million bet on the Super Bowl with Nevada Sportsbooks. Yeah. My first question to you about that, sir. This record betting day in Vegas means what for the future of gambling in the NFL? Um, I don't think anything major long term because I think it's kind of, I mean, Oren, how much bigger could it possibly get? At this point, I mean, you can pretty much do it all, see it all, bet on anything you want, over-unders, props, lines, in-game. I mean, in-game betting is coming soon to a stadium near you. So I'm, I'm going to say this is just more of a reflection of the times than um, seeing what's to come. Fair enough. Moving right along. Kansas City won two in a row. Chance to three-peat. Winning a third for Kansas City means that this happens or this happened uh we've witnessed a i tweeted this out at c thomas radio on right after the chiefs won it's, it's really cool to watch for our era uh people like me and you who are around the same age like the seamless transition from one goat to another um we've witnessed brady hand off the mantle to mahomes seamlessly without controversy mahomes i mean the the worst thing that's ever happened to him is Stuff that his family members have done <laughs> has nothing to do with him. So he's been a great leader for the NFL. He's likable. He's incredible at what he does. And it's a really, really healthy sign for the league right now. So what it did was cement the legacy from one goat to another. CNN had him on yesterday. And <laughs> we joked yesterday how he looked at his ESPN interview at Disney World and how he was basically squinting to listen because he was that hungover. They asked him a question, though, what he thought about the whole conspiracy theory of Taylor Swift and Joe Biden and being plants and the whole Democratic Democratic Party thing and nomination thing. And she was like, or he was like, um, yeah, I don't touch that. I'm just happy to play football. Uh, I got a great family and I got a great football career. And that's about it. So I'm just here so I don't I'm just here so I don't get fined. There you go. Um, Let's take it to baseball here real quick. Keep it locally. The Braves, they advance past the divisional round this year and win another title. True or false? Uh, I'm going to say the odds are not in their favor to win another title, but they do advance to the NLCS. Um, Warren, I hate to say this, but 
you see what the Dodgers did in the offseason? Yeah. They did a lot. Yeah, pretty good. And uh, the Braves' big, big moves were bringing in a guy who was once a former prospect of the Mets Him. and bringing in a guy who hasn't had a winning season in four years. Also him. There's there's promise, though. There's promise. Yeah, so. you know what? There was also promise with uh, the Hawks, too. And look where that got us. I don't – for the first time ever since I've moved here to Atlanta, this is the first time I've ever questioned something that the Braves have done. Really? I don't think they did enough. I, I think they are minimum – one starting pitcher short, minimum, and minimum one outfielder short. Their bench this year is going to be weird. It's going to be some combination of Eli White, Luis Guillorme, just a bunch of guys, man. Like, I'm not, I'm not loving their bench. Obviously, okay. they have one of the best starting lineups in all baseball. No one's contesting that. But you're essentially counting on a neophyte in left field that's never put together a complete season. And you're counting on a guy to start for you every fifth day that, again, was once one of the best pitchers in baseball but has not been that since 2018? It's been a minute. 2018. Check the calendar. 2024. That's, that's, uh, there's a distance in between those two years. Uh, would you rather? Now, yesterday it was announced that Hassan Reddick would be given permission to seek a trade. Today he's recanted that or gone back on that statement and said that I never said that and in fact, I'd like to sign an extension with the Philadelphia Eagles, but he also understands that this is a business and whatever happens, happens. On the last year of his uh, like a three-year, $45 million deal, it would be awesome if he was here in Atlanta. So let's take that into consideration for this question right here. Would you rather this offseason sign a veteran quarterback and draft a rush in at eight or – sign a rush end, and draft a quarterback at eight? Ideally, it would be B, but again, as we've talked about tonight and we'll talk about again with you on the phones coming up in five minutes at 404-726-0929, oh, I don't think they're getting there because I think the asking price to trade up into the top three is going to be way too high. Too much. Too much. Not enough stock in that barrel for the Falcons to pull the trigger. So I think... More likely than not, you'll see either Kirk, Russ, uh, Justin in that spot over a Jaden, Caleb, or Drake, and you'll see a Mr. Verse or a Mr. Turner. Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. All right. Hulu is set to air a documentary that focuses on an Atlanta staple. Freaknik, the festival that would happen here during the spring where scores of people would come down here, young people, there'd be parties all over the place. It was a good old time, everybody. They'd, I, they'd turn down for what? They'd turn down for what? You are absolutely right. Freaknik was happening. I was way too young to participate, but I understood kind of what was going on, and I wished at that time I was old enough to at least partake in some of the festivities. Sure. Is there an event from your youth that occurred that you knew you were too young to participate in it then, but going back, you'd like to participate in it now if you could? Oh, 1998, MTV, spring break, Carmen Electra. I don't need to say anything else. Singled out. <laughs> That's it. Limp Biscuit with Eminem on the stage, man, with that dyed yellow hair singing My Name Is. 
Oh, such a simpler time, such a beautiful time. Where was it that year? Was it in Lake Havasu? Might have been. They went to like, oh, what was it like? Just ridiculous, like South Padre Island one year <laughs> yeah. and Cabo San Lucas another Imagine year. Imagine being and like Carson Daly in that time. Doing total living. requests live, live from those places. and Oh, yeah. And Carmen Electra was, still is, by the way. She was, uh, she made me feel funny when I was a kid. <laughs> Last question. Uh, funny that you referenced Valentine's Day to start this segment out because my last question is Valentine's Day related. Is Valentine's Day overrated, true or false? It's funny. That was the post I just put up on X and I retweeted it at 92.9 The Game. Uh, hit me up at C. Thomas Radio. Take a vote. Valentine's Day is a big deal or just another day? Right now, 80-20, just another day. I have a feeling a lot of my fellow single men here in the great city of Atlanta are voting that way. Um, Again, I think you put it well. It depends on what type of relationship you have. Sometimes your partner is more like just that, like a partner, and it's more of, you know, you guys just really feel each other in terms of the type of people that you are, and you don't need to put on grand uh, gestures of romanticism to make that known, which is cool. And then there are other times where you feel like, no, I really am feeling you right now, and I want you to know that. So I'm going to dress up and take you out and, you know, maybe get you a little something on the side and – so I think it just depends. I think that's a very personal question. That's the best way I can put it. I don't think there's a stock answer for that. I've had relationships where I've been like, you know, you're like my best friend. Let's stay in and watch movies and wear comfy clothes and drink wine and beer and order in DoorDash, and that's a perfect night for us. And there have been other relationships I've had where it's like, hey, bozo, it's Valentine's Day. What are we doing? And I think both are fine. It just depends. All right, Oren, great job on the producer six-pack. When we get back, opening up the phones again to you, 404-726-0929. What are the Falcons going to do if they find themselves in a bidding war for Justin Fields? Because reports are that the Chicago Bears want a, quote, historic haul to get that number one pick. So in my opinion, Falcons are out. So next up, Justin Fields. What are you willing to pay? Reports are it's starting at a second and a fifth. I think it's going to go a lot higher than that. So what are you willing to pay for Justin Fields at all costs, or is it not worth it? Let me know. 404-726-0929. Your calls when we get back. Sports Radio, 92 on the game. Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 